exceptionalism, individualism, and meritocracy are not consistent with democracy. Bad word, consistent, forget I said it. The idea that some people should make decisions for the rest. However those people are selected should make more money than the rest because they are just more than the rest is a thing we believe deep in our systems. It is systemic. I guess it is the core of much that thrills us as humans. It is strange, though, to me. Do we wake up in the morning with vigor and enthusiasm because the night before someone said we were special? Or we got a promotion that means more money, that means, that means, that means, etc., etc., ad infinitum. It has no meaning. I just heard a lecture about U.S. foreign policy since well forever that the way to control the world is to spread democracy which always reminds me of and is probably connected to the Catholic tradition of converting savages. Several things must happen at once. You must assume that Catholicism is the only truth for the human, that your motives are pure, there is no gold attached, and that you are not doing it because you are terrified of the Catholic God who demands that you convert people or else. These motives were not questioned in, questioned in the days of conquest, nor since. We just quietly thought that the Catholic ideas of manifest destiny, discovery doctrine, and European racism were a tad excessive that we would not repeat, but lo, ignore the lessons of history and exceptionalism, individualism, and merit always look like something is missing to me. Lady protesting too much, a culture that allows no deep sense of self, a Catholic one, fools itself that if one can prove oneself better at something than the rest of us, one is in fact a self. Lots of selves there. They look like shams or chimeras we can achieve without becoming anything at all. I hate to lambast education again, but it is such a good example. We are not quite led to believe that we find ourselves at college, but it is the time of life when that might occur. So we assume we are becoming our true selves as we absorb what people before us have written and thought. We fit ourselves into traditions. We read and say, oh, I agree with Adam Smith or Machiavelli. I am a Smithian. I am Machiavellian. I know who I am. I am a stew of all the things that I have read that I agree with. I don't think this is education, but billions do. We define ourselves by agreeing with what our ancestors have agreed to. Then we learn to make matters much worse that nodding at teacher leads to promotion, which we then mistake for personal achievement or progress. We end up in the ludicrous world of a Jonathan hate that our disruptive descent should be punished and the priest teacher bears the truth alone. This is understandable and pathetic. Johnny came from the same system. His self is a false construction, a wise man. He has a degree that says so. There is no argument that God is stupefying. He stupefies us. But the fair argument is that stupefaction is good. 
It is understandable a product of these cultures, religious and educational, will assume that democracy brings peace. Disagreement slowly becomes lethal. Democracy is very unenjoyable to people without selves. Ourselves in the growing up process become attached to absolutes and the processes of democracy, discussion, debate, compromise, standing in others' shoes become virtues we reflexively feel better for but don't actually enjoy. We look like congressmen. Like most virtues, they are flagellations. If you are constantly trying to feel good about yourself, it becomes your premise of negotiation. Rand Paul needs a world in which he is the wisest man in the room, precisely because he knows in his bones he isn't, and he represents hundreds of thousands of people with the same quite desperate need. American democracy is almost entirely an advertising campaign. There is no enjoyment in it. As an observer of the theater of politics, it looks exactly like a bunch of rather old people struggling really hard to find a self way past its sell-by date. The outcome of a democratized planet would, however, in their minds, be peace on earth. Aha! more than a little ironic since the version they want to export has not brought peace at home. Neither did Catholicism, which made the same claim of peace on earth. Peace in both cases did not happen. So why advertise and export such a catastrophe? Democracy has essentially become a new golden idol. We trot out an unloving version, a totem, a shiny thing that really is not what it should be or pretends to be and insist others worship it. Every moment on the TV is filled with the phrase, we must protect our democracy or variations on that. I did hear a voice in the wilderness say, our version has failed and the wind returned. that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Most of the states the U.S. wanted or still wants, as they messianically wish to liberate the world, to democratize are either theocracies or kingdoms. But as the phrase says, we flirt with theocracy all the time. How Christopher Hitchens, etc., imagined this same writer was vehement about separation of church and state is confusing, at least. If the founders had a valid fear, this should have been it, knowing Europe's history of bloody sectarianism. They, didn't, they weren't big picture enough. They feared the mob, not the mob's inspiration. If the separation were real and truly intended, it would have been a very good thing. But since monotheism is the great barrier to selfdom, as I imagine it, and since the arrival at some sort of confident selfdom is crucial to any kind of functioning democracy, the oopsies on the part of our pantheon of demigods are crucial. We are not marketing or promoting democracy at all. We are marketing markets with the same savior zeal as the conquistador and crusader. Easily confusing our delusion of exceptionalism as a religious fact, demanding countries democratize is an obvious oxymoron. Demanding that they do so in order to be our trading partners is extortion. And I am entirely a Democrat. 
It is not the worst except all the rest, though one can see Churchill from his feudal world view believing that. If it is entered upon a-religiously and clear of elitism, it is the most useful way of life and the most liberating. We have accommodated faith and elitism into our garbage can and painted democracy on it. It does not work for us and it will not work for them. The relentless possibility and promise of peace means nothing. Peace means peace, not always after the next war. Exceptionalism and elitism, where they are not quite the same thing, only ensure peace through fear and obedience, which won't last, because, gosh, Russians know they are just as good as you.